messages and miracles of Jesus. Luke records the testing and triumph of Jesus along with the rejection and resurrection of Jesus. Anyone who has read the Luke-Acts companion series can note that Luke records those important and significant moments in the life and ministry of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. According to this text, Luke is recording Jesus's prophecy and prediction of his ascension. As Jesus prepares to ascend to the right hand of God the Father, Jesus is preparing his disciples for his physical absence. As Jesus prepares his disciples for his physical absence, Jesus is reminding them that though he will not be physically on earth, Jesus is blessing them with the power and presence of the Holy Spirit that will be their constant companion and help from heaven. According to Jesus, in 10 days, Jesus will ascend to the right hand of God where Jesus is making now intercession on our behalf. But while Jesus will ascend, the Holy Ghost will descend. And when the Holy Ghost descends upon the lives of those of us who are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost will be our constant companion and help from heaven. And anyone and everyone who has walked with Jesus can testify that the Holy Ghost is our constant companion and help from heaven. I wish I had some help on this Pentecost Sunday morning. With the Holy Ghost on our side, the Holy Ghost will bear our burdens, fight our fears, deepen our discipleship, increase our illumination, sanctify our spirits, renew our relationships, tackle our troubles, prompt our praise, and make our worship winsome. Do I have a witness on today? And for those of us who have ever tried to do something that we recognize we could not do in our own strength, our own intellect, we recognize that the Holy Ghost makes up for what we are unable to do in our own power. According to this text, with the help of the Holy Ghost, God will enable, equip, encourage, and empower us to be witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ. As Jesus is speaking to his disciples, Jesus is reminding them that in 10 days they will have help from heaven in the presence and person of the Holy Ghost. But Jesus also reminds them the purpose and function of the Holy Ghost operating in their lives. 
According to our Savior and Lord, the Holy Ghost does more than make us emotional on Sunday morning. The Holy Ghost does more than encourage us to run around the church. The Holy Ghost does more than make us praise on Sunday morning. But the Holy Ghost empowers and equips us to be witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I preach this? And for those of us who are gathered on this Sunday morning, maybe that is the test of really being spirit-filled and equipped with the presence of the Holy Spirit. We have such, Dr. Johnson, misunderstanding of the power, presence, and person of the Holy Ghost. We call the Holy Ghost a it as if it's Casper the Friendly Ghost. We think the Holy Ghost makes us do weird, strange, and spooky stuff. We lie on the Holy Ghost and say the Holy Ghost made us do a bunch of stuff that ain't consistent or aligned with God. But the Holy Ghost gives us power to witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. And maybe one of the real tests of being filled with the Holy Spirit is our willingness to witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me raise the rhetorical question on this Sunday morning. When is the last time God used you as a witness? Don't answer out loud. How willing are you and I to be witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ? How bold and aggressive and assertive is our witness for the Lord Jesus Christ? I'm not talking about running around the church. I'm not talking about lifting holy hands on Sunday morning. I'm not talking about emoting. I'm talking about being a bold, assertive witness for the Lord Jesus Christ where you can stand flat-footed, non-defensively, and encourage somebody to become a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. According to the text, Jesus empowers and equips us with the presence and power of the Holy Ghost to be witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ. And while we ought to be bold, assertive witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ, when it comes to being witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ, sometimes we are everything but assertive, bold, and confident. Can I preach this on Pentecost Sunday? We witness for other stuff. But we are not always assertive, bold, and confident witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I preach this today? We are bold, assertive, and confident when it comes to the Panthers and Ravens. But what about Jesus? Y'all ain't talking to me. Uh, when it comes to being an Aggie and an Eagle, we are assertive, bold, and confident. But what about Jesus? When it comes to being from the Tar Heel State, we are bold, confident, and assertive. But what about Jesus? When it comes to the upcoming election, we are bold Democrats and Republicans. But what about Jesus? 
when it comes to game seven tomorrow in Boston, y'all ain't talking to me. We either bold for the Celtics or bold for Jimmy Buckets and the Heat, but what about Jesus? When it comes to Tajay and Walmart, who got the best deal for turkey and ham and ribs tomorrow, we are assertive and bold, but let me raise the question, what about Jesus? When it comes to social media, IG and Facebook and Twitter, we are bold and assertive, but what about Jesus? Can I preach this? When it comes to vacation and red bottoms and purple label, we are bold and assertive, but what about Jesus? Let me raise the question to somebody. If I can testify about what something has done for me, if I can testify about a deal, if I can testify about a hookup, why can't I witness and testify about the Lord Jesus Christ? I feel my help coming right now. Ain't nobody done more for us than Jesus. I said nobody has done for us more than Jesus. I don't care what hookup you got at Target. Target ain't done for us more than Jesus has. I don't care what degree you have from what institution. That degree did not open more doors than Jesus. I don't care who you're married to for how long, how fine she is, how handsome he is. Jesus gave them to you. I don't care how proud you are of your children, how much you brag on them, how much they make your children. Just well, they ain't done more for you than Jesus. I don't care what car you drive, where you live. Ain't nobody done, I know it's bad English, but it's good religion. Ain't nobody done more for us than the Lord Jesus. And if I can brag on the Ravens, how much more should I brag on Jesus? If I can talk about the Panthers, how much more should I talk about Jesus? If I can talk about him or her, how much more can I talk about Jesus? I'm shy. I'm introverted. I'm an ambivert. No, you an introvert when it's convenient. You shy when it's convenient. When it comes to bumping your gums about some mess and some gossip, you'll talk all day, night, all night long. I heard so-and-so doing this. I heard so-and-so with this. But my gosh, that gossip ain't never blessed nobody. Ain't nobody going to say amen. I'm going to preach to my own self in here. With the power of the Holy Ghost, what kind of witness should I be? The Holy Ghost does what the Holy Ghost says. And we believe what we read in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And then make our way to Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. Ain't nobody talking to me in here. What kind of witness should I be? With the Holy Ghost in my life, maybe I ought to be a careful witness. When I talk about careful, I'm not talking about dotting I's and crossing T's. But I'm talking about the origin of the word, which means full of care. If I'm full of care, then I ought to witness to other people because my witnessing, my testimony, is really a matter of life and death. 
I believe the Bible. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. While we were yet sinners, God sent his son to die for us. I'm talking about the Romans' road of salvation right now. And if we really believe what the Bible says about salvation, about life and death, then those who don't know Jesus Christ are lost. I know for some people you don't believe that because we have bought into the notion that you can be a good person and go to heaven. No greater lie has been told. You can have a degree and still go to hell. You can look good and still go to hell. You can dress good and drive good and still go to hell. Jesus makes the difference. Don't let nobody lie to you. It doesn't matter what you believe. That's a lie. That's a lie from the devil. You can't be saved and a Muslim. No, honey. Jesus is enough. Ain't nobody talking to me in here. Let me go old school on somebody and re-articulate what we learned or should have learned in Sunday school or vacation Bible school. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I can't speak for Elijah Muhammad, but I can speak for Jesus. I can't speak for Buddha or Moses, but I can speak for Jesus. I can't speak for the Dalai Lama, but I can speak for Jesus. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And anybody who's not been saved by Jesus, the blood of Jesus, who went to a hill called Calvary to die for you and I, is lost. And if we believe that you are lost without Jesus, we ought to be full of care for people that don't know Jesus, who are shaky, who are in the gray area and undecided about Jesus. And we ought to be assertive, bold, and confident witnesses about living a lifestyle full of care that they don't go to hell on our watch. See if I can make it plain. Anybody ever babysit somebody else's child or car watch somebody else's car or house sit somebody else's house? Can I preach this? You will do for other folk. Sometimes what you won't do for yourself. When it comes to somebody else's child, amen, somebody. No, you're going to stay with me. You ain't, oh, how far the bathroom away? Where you going? Who you with? How long you going to be gone? Because you are full of care. Come on, talk to me. For somebody else's child. When it comes to somebody else's house, you ain't let nobody in there. Ain't nobody driving by two or three times. When it comes to somebody else's car, you ain't driving 70. You got 10 and 2 at 55. Because, come on now, ain't nobody, come on, talk to me. Because you are full of care for somebody else's property. Come here, somebody. Somebody else is God's property. Can I preach this? 
And since they are God's property, we ain't responsible for them, but we should be so full of care concerning their soul, concerning their life, that we don't want them to miss out on everything that God has for them, which is why we ought to witness carefully. Can I keep on preaching this thing? We ought to witness carefully, but not just carefully, watch chapel. We ought to witness courageously. It takes courage to be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody we encounter is not saved. Everybody we encounter is not church friendly. There are some people increasingly watch chapel, and I'm not just talking about the world. I'm talking about in the black community who are increasingly antagonistic towards the things of God and Jesus Christ. Once upon a time, everybody went to church on Sunday morning. Once upon a time, you made dinner on Saturday. You ironed your clothes on Saturday. Once upon a time, everybody made their way to church on Sunday morning. But in 2023, that is no longer the case. You got some folk who ain't never been to church. Some folk hate the church. Some folk are antagonistic towards the things of God. Some folk get omegas confused with black Hebrew Israelites. Y'all ain't talking to me. There's some folk who got cults and other religions and other isms in their lives. And increasingly, we are antagonistic to the things of God. That's why it takes courage. To be a witness. I'm not talking about courage on Sunday morning in church. Who can be courageous when you're among other Christians? <laughs> Who can testify when you're in the midst of other testimonies? Who can talk about Jesus when you're in the midst of other Jesus lovers? But I'm talking about when you leave the parking lot. Go on, talk, P-Dub. When you go to Circle K, when you go to Starbucks, when you go to brunch, when you watch the game at the sports bar tonight, when you at the barbecue or the cookout, because that's what Jesus says in verse 8. Not just Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. See, it's easy to be courageous in Jerusalem. Everybody in Jerusalem say, but when you talk about Judea and Samaria, that's when it takes courage, backbone, verve, intestinal fortitude to be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. How many of us are willing to invite somebody we know who's an atheist and agnostic to worship with us on Sunday morning? How many of us, let me raise this question, have non-Christian friends who know we are Christians? Uh, let me see. Uh, I love Deacon Dunn, you know. Rem Robinson, you know. I, I love Animal Planet. Yeah. ESPN, CNN. Probably Animal Planet. Amen. And this time of the year, spring and fall, you got to pay close attention to what my friend who may be watching now 
but courage calls no shoulders. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Them no shoulders, amen, will hide in the midst of stuff because no shoulders, amen, some of y'all will get that, uh, have the capacity to be chameleon-like. Can't tell who they are, where they are, because they become chameleons. They don't stand out. They're not assertive. They're not bold. They're not aggressive. They don't say, hey, Miss Ma'am, Mr. Sir, I'm a snake, and here I am. They'll hide themselves so they won't be acknowledged recognized and discovered. I'm going somewhere. Come here, somebody. Maybe we ain't as bold and assertive and aggressive as we should be because like snakes, we become chameleon-like because we lack the courage to be real witnesses for the Lord. If I'm going to be a witness, maybe I need to be full of care. Maybe I need to be full of courage, but I can't stop right there. If I'm a witness with the power of the Holy Ghost on my side, maybe I need to be cheerful. As a Christian, maybe I just ought to smile more. Come on, talk to me in here. Maybe... My house ought to be the non-judgment zone like Planet Fitness. Maybe I ought to be more gracious. Maybe I ought to be more merciful. Maybe I ought to be more loving. Can I preach this to bless somebody on this Sunday morning? Maybe Christians get a bad rap because we don't smile enough. I'm talking about right now on Sunday morning. Ain't nobody smiling when I'm preaching. Now, you're going to say, I got a mask on, Pastor. Take your mask down. Let me see you smile. Everybody look like a bank robber right now because we got a mask on. Can I preach this? Maybe we don't exude enough joy. Maybe we ain't happy being holy. Maybe we don't have enough cheer, enough enthusiasm that communicates to the world that God loves us. We love God and we love our brothers and sisters in Christ. I don't know where I'm going to watch the game tomorrow. But I'm going to watch it. Can I preach this? I'm going to watch game seven in Boston. I don't care who wins. But when it comes to the Celtics, they're going to be loud, cheering, yelling, screaming. When it comes to Miami, they're going to be loud, cheering, yelling, screaming. When that team is winning, they're going to cheer. And when other team is winning, that fan's going to cheer. And maybe watch Chapel because we know the end of the story. Because we know how it's going to turn out. Because we know we've already won. Because we know greater is he who's within us 
that he who's in the world, maybe we ought to cheer right now. Because we know who wins. Ain't nobody talking to me right now. I, I made my way from Acts to Revelation. I said, because we know who wins. We ought to sing with cheer. We ought to worship with cheer. We ought to preach with cheer. We ought to testify with cheer. We ought to witness with cheer. We ought to live with cheer because we know who wins the story. I ain't lost because I know who wins. I said, I know who wins. Greater is he who's within me than he who's in the world. He's already won the story. And since I know who's already won the war, since I already know I got victory in Jesus, I ought to live my life a certain way. Can I close the way I want to close? Let me get to point four. I fooled y'all right now. We ought to testify with cheer. We ought to testify with care. We ought to testify with courage. But we ought to testify like we are convinced. I just said something. If I'm going to convince somebody, I got to be convinced myself. If I'm going to convince my neighbor, I ought to be convinced. And my being convinced is based upon what my eyes have seen. Has anybody seen God work? Anybody got a testimony in your own life? Anybody have God answer your prayers? Anybody seen God do the miraculous? God do the amazing? I can preach the way I'm preaching because I'm convinced. I'm convinced he's a healer. I'm convinced he's a way maker. I'm convinced he's a prayer answerer. I'm convinced he's a door opener. I'm convinced he'll work all things together for my good. I said all things. Depression, disappointment, suffering, adversity. He'll work it together for my good and his glory. What are you convinced of? Are you convinced that he's good? Are you convinced that he's providential? What are you convinced of? Are you convinced that he's faithful? Are you convinced that he's merciful? I said, I'm convinced. Hallelujah. Somebody, let me help somebody. You, I, I can't testify because I don't know enough scripture. Let me tell you, you know what he's done for you. You know what he's done for you. You got your own testimony. You've seen him work. You've seen him heal. You've seen him work. I dare you to be a bold. Confident, assertive witness. Let me help somebody. I ain't hating on nobody. This ain't shade. But you got somebody in your household who don't know Jesus. Witness to them. We got kids and grandkids and children and godchildren who don't know. Witness to them. And let me help somebody. Can I really? Can I really talk good? Come on now. Yell at me if I can talk good. Maybe our greatest witness ain't in words. 
witness by what you say. Just go on and smile at them. Baby, I love you. Man, man, I love you. Baby girl, I love you. Maybe we ought to witness with my lifestyle. Baby, what you want? I'm going to the store. I'm going to get you something. What you want now? Come on now. I'm, you can't love God and not love your spouse. Can't love God and not love your children. Come shout in church all day, then mean as a snake when you go home. Come on there, honey. You you loving God. You, I need you to love me too. Come on there. <laughs> Maybe we ought to witness by how we treat folk. Speak to the cashier. Give a good tip. Don't leave Watch Chapel and go to brunch and be cheap. That's a bad witness for the kingdom now. Come on now. You done sent them back three or four times to the kitchen, then you're going to give them 5%. Come on now. Y'all stand up. Amen. Let me go on. Let me now. Somebody right now, my sister, my brother, you need a savior. You're here. Pentecost Sunday, Memorial Day weekend. You're not saved. You don't have a church home, but you're here. My sister, my brother, I invite you to accept Jesus. I invite you to become a member of Watch Chapel. Let me help somebody. Your witness is going to make a difference in somebody else's life. And let me tell you something about witnessing. It is progressive. There's some things you used to do 10 years ago you don't do right now because God's been working on you. Do I have a witness in here? Come on now. You could have been the most ratchet, hellish. Come on now. God don't deliver everybody instantaneously. Some of us know our deliverance has been progressive. I'm talking to the real folk now. Don't let folk make you feel bad because you still got some weaknesses. You still got some proclivities. You still got some triggers. I'm talking to the real folk now. You, They just don't admit their triggers. Amen. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Have a seat right here. Amen. Amen. Maybe somebody else coming to the Lord Jesus, accepting Christ, uniting with Watch Chapel. Come on, let the Holy Ghost lead you. Let the Holy Ghost lead you. This young brother has come. It may be somebody else. God's working on you. God's working in you. You done seen what God has done. I want you to come out of gratitude. I say this almost every Sunday. I, don't want you, I, I ain't trying to guilt or shame anybody into anything. God has convinced me a long time ago. I want you, God said, Harry, I want you to love me because I've been good to you. I ain't shaming you. I ain't guilting you. I've been good to you, Negro. 
I've been good to you, black boy from Baltimore. You would have loved me because I've been so good to you. Come on now, is that, is that your testimony? Ain't good to you. Ain't no shame, ain't no guilt. You just look at what you've done. Look at where God is talking. Look at what God's doing for you. Maybe somebody else, my sister, my brother, you're here. You're here. You want to accept Jesus. You want to unite with the church. You've seen God work. I want to pray over everybody. I want, I want, I want us to be mindful of our witness. I want us to be mindful of our witness. It's the small stuff that makes a big difference. You used to cuss a whole lot. But now you stop cussing. You say, dag nabbit. Dag nabbit? Or instead of using profanity, you say, help me, Holy Ghost. That's going to go a long way to somebody now. You used to drink alcohol, now you get a virgin drink. Or well, some of us, let me, can I be real? Some of us, our witnesses, no, I'm good. See, ain't nobody talking to me. Y'all looking at me. Y'all don't know what that means. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. That's your testimony. You sure? Because you know we. No, I'm good. You sure? Real folk gonna say amen. Some of y'all ain't went over somebody's head already. Lord, I pray right now that you make us the witnesses for the Lord Jesus that you want us to be. Holy Spirit, work in our lives so we might be full of care, so we might be courageous, so we might be cheerful and convinced. Teach us how to represent you in every area, realm of life, professionally, socially, culturally, church on Sunday, wherever we go, let us be representatives of the kingdom. I pray for safety and protection during this holiday weekend. Pray for young people, mental health on Tuesday, discipleship teachers on Wednesday, Pray for young Adrian on next Saturday. Pray for his first pastorate, his life, his health, your anointing on his life, his protection. Pray for those who are going to get baptized next Sunday. Pray for summer travel. But make us and use us to be witnesses wherever we are as parents, Spouses, 
siblings, grandparents, sons, daughters. Teach us how to love folk and treat them right. Let that be our witness. How to speak and smile. How to be pleasant. How to be good neighbors. Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated. Chapel, I introduced the reintroduce the Watch Chapel, Brother Noah Ferguson, who comes to rededicate his life to the Lord Jesus Christ. He's gonna get baptized again next Sunday. I'm not gonna tell his story, but he's a witness of the goodness of the Lord. He got a testimony that some of us don't know about. God's a healer. I said God's a healer. you get go back through new disciples orientation you're an adult now and get the right hand of fellowship we're going to celebrate your baptism your rededication on next Sunday one two three amen you can follow sister Michelle amen let's stand to our feet grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest ruled and abide with us until we shall meet again. People of God, saying in one loud voice, amen, amen. Follow the direction of our ushers.